Well, here we are, niggas. We are back for our quarterly episode of Worship the Podcast. Yes, the biannual uh, podcast. We're back for our 10-year reunion. Oh my god. That's when the next episode is going to be. Um, and I know that y'all don't expect much, much from us ever. So, I mean, it'll be a surprise when it comes around. All right. You're welcome in advance. This is Evangela Mary L. McCracken. And you are listening to the Holy Ghost Outreach Broadcast. So we are the motherfucking worship podcast. Worship stands for re. <laughs> I'm just realizing how how we actually foretold. Yes. <laughs> Worship podcast stands for we really shouldn't have a podcast, mm-hmm. and essentially we don't. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, essentially we don't. Not for real. But it's okay. Um, because y'all niggas still be hanging out with us, yeah. which is truly truly beyond me um worship podcast we are two fat black queer ass black ass fat ass churchy ass niggas who are discussing our healing and how we are navigating it and um what that looks like for us mm-hmm. and um we are coming up on our anniversary no we're not yes we are coming up yeah Watch our first it. episode no no our first episode was posted like mid-november i think we wow. actually recorded it around this time but it wasn't posted until mid-november because wow. a bitch was in colombia thinking that she could go to colombia to get over a relationship <laughs> and came back with I the same to fly it away <laughs> my god the follies of our youth oh jesus so anyway <laughs> we have to do something special for that yeah. what will we do maybe Actually, have an episode yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe have an episode maybe a yeah. full month wow that's a lot of that's a lot of shit that we're like, committing to i feel like we could do it i think we should yeah maybe we can do some get we've been talking about having guests for a while we yes. should <laughs> probably do that harley we also have harley and this dude with yes. us today again just the fucking infamous harley <laughs> From the sneak licking ass Harley from uh, notable hits <laughs> such uh, as such as get your ass down. <laughs> I ain't white. Stop licking me in my in the mouth. Harley, don't be eyeing the fucking mic. Anyway, we are worship podcast. Um, we I maybe I, my email is just not connected to my phone but i mean i want niggas to email us literally nobody has actually you know what niggas do care niggas just be in my dms and in my inbox like why don't y'all follow directions (laughs) follow directions this is why niggas can't have nice things this is why we don't record frequent because y'all niggas (laughs) it's because of y'all y'all ain't listening 
Look, we could we could put like the lottery code in here somewhere, and y'all want to hear it because y'all don't listen to directions. That's the one. That's it, my dear sis Andre. Just ministering on today, God. Want to know? Cause what? You ain't got on your listening. You ain't got on your listening visors. I call it listening visors. Why? I don't know. It just seems it seems appropriate. Put on your listening visor and hear me well. When you want to fucking say something, when you have a comment, question, Don't or slide concern, in no damn DMs. Leave the DMs alone. Leave them alone. And email niggas email at worshippodcast at gmail.com. Now here's Spell the thing. It. Spell it, Deacon. If some of you niggas are sending us mail, but you're not sending it to the the right spelling, you're actually spell spelling it W O R S H I P. Hillsong is getting it. <laughs> the way we spell our shit is on the logo W R S H P P O D C A S T at gmail dot com. Amen. We are also on the Twitters. Yes, barely, um, barely, but we are barely there, uh, at. Is it worship podcast? Nigga, I have not been on Twitter since 2012 when we met. After we met, I was like, I'm good. I got Um, enough. We're also on the Instagrams at Worship Podcast. And our hashtag is Worship Pod, W-R-S-H-P-P-O-D. So, please listen to instructions and send emails for niggas. Use hashtags if you want to. Cause to be honest, nigga, are you high? No, I'm just, I'm just tired. Amen. You know, it looks similar. Though. It does. Um. Anyway, nigga, how was your month? I don't know. Has it been? Um, my fifty-two weeks <laughs> since we last recorded. Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes. My God, it seems like it has been that long, <clears throat> and niggas have been reminding me that it has indeed been that long oh my god Jesus. i really once a nigga told me oh y'all still on i <laughs> god damn i didn't have anything to say like niggas will just oh. shame you and i i was just like can niggas live girl i guess i don't maybe are you paying me for this <laughs> i'm sorry is it is this incentivized but in any way fucking read of the century because i was like girl i guess we we might be bitch we might bitch, be, we might be. Oh no. <laughs> My God. So since we last recorded, um I don't know if I told you that I was interested in pl- in applying for a fellowship, but I applied for it. Um Is wow, this recent because I know I remember something about a fellowship way back. Like you talking about something. I don't know if you actually did. Maybe. Yeah. No, no. A different one? <clears throat> no I, I probably only talked about one. But I completed that fellowship application. Um, and I will hear back about it on the 23rd. Um, I saw Blood Orange perform at the Lincoln Center. Wow. Wow. I want to see that. Nigga. Such a deliciously black experience. Yeah. Um, I got there hella late. <clears throat> and just walked my black ass all the way up to the front of the venue through all of these white people. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, I was right at the stage, and um, Dev Hines, who is the 
lead singer of Blood Orange. Like, he has this, like, beautiful, like, black, queer, gender nonconforming person with a beard and, like, this, like, I don't know. What's the, what are the long weaves? What is the, a long weave measurement? Like 24 inches. 24, 35 <laughs> inches of weave just waving um, down their, down their, their scalp. Amen. Um, yes, scalp. Just, yes, yeah. scalp. <laughs> and like just a gold grill. It was just delightful. Ooh. It was just delicious. Um, I also missed a lot of concerts um, in the sake of, for the sake of rather rest, which mm-hmm. is something new. Because I like niggas know niggas who know me know that I get my life through going to concerts. Mm-hmm. That's just a thing that mm-hmm. I do. Um, but like exhaustion got really real this month, this past month of like, oh no, my body is really telling me like you can't drive to DC. You can't. You actually can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and also enjoy a concert, mm-hmm. and then also drive back to DC. Mm-hmm. I mean, drive back home. So, yeah. Um, so I, I did miss a few concerts, um, but I was able to gift some of my niggas the tickets Praise. in my stead. Um, I also went to go see Samo, which he is, he's, Samo. it's Thomas spelled backwards. So it looks like Samote. Mm-hmm. But when I saw him in concert, somebody asked like, how do you pronounce your name? And he was like, Samo, like almost Samo. And I was Samo. like, wow, that is the blackest <laughs> shit ever. He was delightful. He's delicious and just beautiful. And I just get pregnant every time I hear him sing. So just a little bit more, you know, a little bit more pregnant each time. Um, I hosted my motherfucking high school 10-year reunion. Oh, God. How was that? I, nigga. I am never doing that shit <laughs> ever again in my lifetime. I told these niggas the day before the event and the day of at the event. I was like, I'm never doing this shit for you raggedy ass niggas ever again. But it was cute. It was a bottomless brunch situation. Bottomless mimosas. It was cute. It was real cute. Um, any and I'm the, never doing it again. Any of the... um. The alumni reconnect with each other? Did you see any connections? No. No. Just, just, I mean, like it was, do you mean like romantically? Any kind. Yeah, yeah, there were, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bitch, I ain't seen Uh, Oh my God, you my kids. Maybe even like some drunk kissing in the corner, anything. No drunk kissing. Okay. But um, definitely, there was one nigga who, actually, because I don't know who listens to this podcast, (laughs) so I'm going to just stop. (laughs) But I want y'all to know that niggas are out here flexing on the gram on $10,000 10 day trips to Dubai so just FYI I mean I think that's good to know because a lot of people think that um like their lives are just garbage because they can't do these things right no but niggas are actually Mm -hmm. living Living beyond beyond their well beyond their means living with eight other niggas so that they can do this thing Nigga, that's eighty thousand dollars. Eight niggas. Sorry, ninety. Eight other niggas. That's nine that's nearly. No, I'm talking a- about living with eight niggas oh, living with- can afford <laughs> to go to Dubai oh, for ten years. Oh my days. god. And still can't afford and it, still, Jesus. I'll be out shot bought us See, I'm just I'm just glad because you know, God exposed God will bring things to the light. Mon- 
Where you're out here like, bitch, I can't go to I just want to. Why I can't go to Greece? That nigga couldn't go either. <laughs> I'm 26. That nigga 26. I'm 28. That nigga 28. We both 35. Why he going to Greece and they going to India and to Morocco and I can't go? And I'm just going to the Indian restaurant. <laughs> right. I, I just got some pad thai. Right. That's it. That's all I got. How come? It's because. You hoes is flexing for Facebook. Jesus. <laughs> Grow up. I'll be flexing too, but just in, in ways that are within my means. That's, okay? that's, that's the black ass bottom line. That is perfect. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a fun time. People were beautiful. No one looked, I'm trying to think, no one looked washed for real. So it was all black, is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Oh my God. Wow. Wow. That's a read. That is a read. Oh my God. And the moment you said that, I thought of the nigga, what is his name? Bacon? Porky? Who's a nigga named Bacon? Who is the nigga? Wow. He was from a Disney show. White. Yo, the moment his name comes to my... Was he from Lizzie McGuire? Probably. Um, not Gibby. Um, that's from iCarly. The, the little... Oh! Yes! Beans? Beans! Be- was it Beans? Is that his name? On the show. Oh my god. Why am I thinking bacon? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that, Be- that, that nigga looks... Spoiled milk. To put it mildly... To put it very mildly, he aged. He's like twenty years old right no, now. No, he's not. <laughs> no. But oh, beans! Oh, oh. God! No, go to that. Go to Stephen that. Anthony Lawrence. Right there. Oh! <laughs> in the black as hell. Oh my happened. god! Twenty-five year old nigga. When I said 20, I was not fucking playing around. Oh, this was three years ago. But he was still 25 at the time. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> that means he's 28 right Y'all, now. We are not going to. I'm not going to invest all this yet time in to white. to be 30. He has yet to turn 30. My God. Yet. White folks, that oppression is going to come back and bite it your ass. It does. Anyway, so I did some of that. Um, and then last weekend, I went to Sacramento to facilitate a workshop that was 20 minutes long and then i went to oakland and got some amazing edibles and hung, hung out with some black queers but i went all the way to sacramento which is a six hour flight to do a workshop that was 20 minutes long so it's great Amen. this is why i do not believe in the nonprofit industrial complex because this is what niggas are spending y'all's money on okay in the name of racial justice and whatever the fuck else they say is in the name of yeah so it's lit i'm happy for you for amen my what have you been up to, my name? My oh God! Right. God damn it! I love you so much, but I wish you would stop licking me. 
How was it? My life has been pretty um is ups- unsubstantial applicable here? Like is that is unsubstantial? That, yeah. Is, does that work? Here? If it's are you saying that like here is here is the vessel in which my 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 life should be held and here is the drop that my life is right now? That's exactly Is that what, what you're saying. Okay. So then Okay, yeah. Um which I'm I've learned to be content. Um I'm We're all in that, process. Um my sister by the time y'all hear this, she probably will have the baby. Yeah. Um, she, <laughs> Don't do that. We're gonna have this edited and up by tomorrow. <laughs> y'all, she, I'm not. I'm not gonna put a date no, stamp on today's she recording. Due on Wednesday, so she's, okay. Like her due date is Wednesday. So okay. Who knows? But mm-hmm. she's been having contractions, so I've getting. You know, we've all been preparing for that mm. because she's the youngest and she's you know having her mm. first baby. And I'm gonna be watching the baby because uh, we work at the same place, and um, we're like we do uh, like you know we do teleworking, mm-hmm. and so we're gonna be working on opposite days. So the days I'm home, oh my I'll god, be taking care of the baby <sighs> and all that shit. So that's been interesting, getting prepared, you know, getting my vaccines and shit, making sure ain't no pertussis being passed on. Come on. Come and shit, cause uh uh-uh. uh. What is pertussis? Oh, whooping cough. Okay, whooping, yeah. <laughs> whooping cough. Yes, God. Um, um, otherwise, I don't. I just been like nigging around. Like I don't. <sighs> nigging around is is important. Yeah, I don't feel like my life has really been. Like I hate to use the word about the term about shit, but I feel like. And see, I also don't want to be like, I've just been cruising. (sighs) Listen, I will say, when I first started contracting last summer, all the way through, shit, probably this past summer, like (laughs) on and off, there would be times when I'm just like, I'm not using this time wisely. Mm. I don't feel like I'm doing anything. I don't, whatever. But rest Mm -hmm. and like, not literally not thinking about a thousand things per mm-hmm. second mm-hmm. is like important nigga i don't know how to do that for the life of me like i but maybe your body is teaching you how to do that and like like you saying i don't feel like i've been around about shit maybe your body is like i'm just gonna take this out of your mind so that you maybe. have to sit still Maybe. Uh, Maybe not. Also, <laughs> the infinite possibilities. Yes, that that, that being one of them. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, that could be it. I'm all I'm open for fucking lessons because a lot of the times my lessons come forth because I refuse to yield. But here we are. You know, whatever the fuck. <laughs> my God. Well. Yeah, that's that on that. I'm glad you're here, though. Me too. Bless Another you. day to get it right. Ah! Hey, uh, <laughs> glory. Holy and <laughs> acceptable. <laughs> now it is time for the raw and honest. The raw and honest. Now it is time for the raw and honest. Now you go, nigga. Is this something this after? Like, is there a song no. that I've heard? It's just all in my head. It might, uh, subconsciously, maybe. It sounds like something. Let me know. Uh, I can't think of it, though. It's like one of those songs you hear in Macy's. Uh, <laughs> Get the 
fuck? Um, so yeah. the raw and honest. Yes. What is the raw and honest drink? The raw and honest is a segment where we basically read ourselves for filth. <laughs> I'm not reading myself uh, for filth. <laughs> fuck all that. That's what we came to do. I don't know what you come to do. <laughs> not read my black ass too. <laughs> but yeah, we just read ourselves for filth. We just uh, talk about something that we realized in the last week or weeks or month or years. <laughs> Uh, that oh, God. has been hindering our progress in some type of way that we're like, okay, well, it would be nice for us to work on that a little bit so that we can, uh, as the past, as the, the saints would say, go down the road of peace. Come on now. Uh, <laughs> so I will say start it, this week. <laughs> My run honest mm-hmm. is that. Um, which is a difficult thing to say, um, but nigga, we we here to speak the truth and shame the devil. Mm. Um, that I I give like the utmost amount of support and encouragement, and um, like the benefit of the doubt, and like all of that good shit that you do with friends and mm-hmm. shit. Um, I give that to people, um, mostly friends, um, Mm. like limitless, Mm. a limitless amount. Mm. Um, but when it comes to myself, um, there is none, there's none of that. There's none to speak of. Um, like there is no type of kid gloves when it comes to myself. There's Mm -hmm. no... <clears throat> amount of compassion um the amount of compassion that I give to other people you will never find me giving it to myself right. um the amount of uh um advice or like uh time mm-hmm. that I give people to um I, how do I say this in a way that doesn't make me sound like some type of like controlling dick um, get yourself together or get shit mm. together. I don't give it to myself. It's like, bitch, if you don't get this shit right on the first time, mm-hmm. like, that's it. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Like, what is wrong with you? Um, but like, I will be in the stands clapping for my friends and like saying, bitch, you the best thing since motherfucking oxtails and peas and mm. rice. Like, you the best fucking thing ever, bitch. And don't you forget that yeah. shit, bitch. But me, it's like, <clears throat> it's nit. It, it, I think the most annoying part of it is it's not just critical that I am about myself. It's nitpicky critical. Mm. So it's like, it's like little shit that doesn't even matter in the grand scheme of things. I'm like, I'm trying to straighten out or be like, nigga, like, what is wrong with you? You should have known that. You should have did this. You mm. should have did that. And um, I think the most, I think the wildest part about it is that. Um, a lot of these times where I'm um, nitpicky critical to myself or when I'm encountering situations that are brand new to me. Mm. Um, but yet I expect myself to be an expert in these areas, which makes absolutely no right. fucking sense. Right. Um, so like, I'm dealing with this, uh, with this realization that... Um, when it comes to compassion for myself, there's no logic in it. Yeah. There's none. Because if I was following logic when it comes to compassion for myself, for myself, 
it will be infinite. It will be freely given over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my nigga, I, I don't like. I don't want to like go. I don't want to like pathologize myself, like saying, "Oh yeah, it's it's because I." Well, what like just a, a myriad of reasons. You right. Know I, mean? I don't want to go down that road, but I do definitely want to like acknowledge the fact that it's a thing that happens, um, and I need to work on that. However, that might look. Yeah. Um, I have a session with my um, therapist coming up. He could like I haven't been talking to my therapist. Well, I haven't talked to him for like two or three weeks because his wife just had a baby. Mm. So like he's been out. But like he he's so sweet. Like he he emailed me. He was like, Yo, so how's it going? Like, how are you managing mm. your you know, your emotions, da 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 just asked me a whole bunch of questions and he's like, Yo, I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna try or I'm going to come back to the office. Please like let me know when your availability yeah. is. So that was like that was really that was really sweet. Um so I have I'm gonna go see him on Tuesday. Yeah. And uh we're gonna talk about this shit. Because um it's been a major source of anxiety for me yeah. for the past like month. And I feel like a lot of my therapy sessions um prior to like Oh yeah, Kid Fury? <laughs> you don't know how to turn the volume off on your phone now? Wow. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh, let me turn the volume off on my computer right now. I feel like a a lot of um my sessions have have been me trying to steer the sessions in a way of more superficial dealings mm-hmm. and things I would like to solve that kind of fit my aesthetic mm-hmm. of what it feels like mm-hmm. um, good mental health would be instead of like actual shit that impacts me on the daily. And I think I'm ready to actually talk about shit that impacts me on the daily. Right. Because it's impacting me on the fucking daily. Right. And I'm getting tired of it. Um, and honestly one of the biggest sources of that is the lack of compassion I have for myself mm. whatever for whatever reason that is like I said I don't want to pathologize myself but pathologize myself but it's it's a drag my nigga it's 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 a fucking drag I don't I do not like it and I it feels like weird that I have this feeling about telling myself that I don't deserve it or like that I don't I'm sorry I don't deserve a lack of compassion I deserve compassion mm. because like Loki I'm like why I'm just like mm. because you do like what's wrong with like by virtue of being a human being you right. just, I don't like right. logically it makes sense to me but like the emotional connection isn't there so yeah hmm so, my first Raw and Honest, because you know niggas will be gone for 10 years and come back with all of the aha moments, um, is sort of related to what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I So, recently, my friend Joss, um, not recently, maybe a few months ago, actually, um, 
they told me that they were going to um stop calling themselves trash right Mm -hmm. um and that was like i'm pretty sure that they were telling me as a way to like like please hold me accountable sort of thing but also probably like hey if you're using this uh what is it called self deprecating self-deprecating language Mm -hmm. like i don't want that shit around me right um and i was like yo that's like really important Mm -hmm. um and when i started thinking more and more about it i was just thinking about how um so this whole like i'm trash culture like it's i remember very distinctly when it happened Mm -hmm. because i just started teaching high school Mm -hmm. and all of my like little white bleach blonde high school students were like oh my god i'm so trash like oh my god i'm a dumpster fire and i'm just like this is so fucking funny it's hilarious and also relatable And I was just like, and I picked it up and ran with it. Mm-hmm. And um, in like reflecting on that and like how it just like spread like wildfire with black folks and mm-hmm. like, I'm trash, I'm trash. And like just thinking about how like as black folks, we don't have the privilege of having any old self-talk. Mm-hmm. Um, because so much of the oppression that we experience substantiates the claims that we're making. Mm-hmm. Like for white folks, they can say like, oh, I'm trash. Oh, I'm a dumpster fire and still go home to their 2019 Mercedes Benz yeah. and still go home to their family that is well sourced, well fed, well, whatever mm-hmm. to their salary. That's nice and neat in their bank account. Yeah. Um, but for black folks, if we say we're trash, we have a lot of things in the world that are substantiating that claim. Mm -hmm. um, And we can't afford that. Um, So I've just been thinking about how very, like, deeply impactful languages. Because like, even the other day, like, I was meeting up with my friend Lauren, and um, she was running a little late. And mind you, I was like, look, sis, I'm high. (laughs) (laughs) Time is not real. When I'm sober, time is not real. So I'm high, sis. Time is really, really not real. Um, Take your time. Do whatever you need to do. She still, when she finally left the house, she was like, it was like an hour later or something. And she was like, oh, my God, I'm trash. I can't believe I'm running this late. I'm just like, sis, first, like, you're not trash. It's all good. Mm -hmm. I told you I was high. Mm -hmm. We're good. And I'm chronically late to everything. Um, So I just like... I don't know. I don't know what it takes for us to be like just a smidge more mindful. Like even just taking one phrase that we see ourselves saying to ourselves again and again and again and just being like I would like to hold myself responsible for or accountable for like taking that term out of my vernacular for mm-hmm. myself or like finding something else that allows me to be human yeah. um and doesn't hold me to such a rigid standard. Mm-hmm. Um so that's that um and my second raw and honest i made a lot of notes on what you said but i'm i'm just gonna keep this real cute um and just do mine um (laughs) but my second raw and honest is 
uh, my realization that I need like the power of listening to my own body. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was at the Samo concert, um, I think someone asked him a question about how he writes music. And um, this was actually, also after I had asked a question about like the juxtaposition of his singing style, which is very churchy mm-hmm. and his like lyrical content, which like covers everything from like toxic masculinity. Like one of his lyrics is like, if you don't cry, nigga, you gonna die, nigga. Like loved it to like talking about suicide and things like that. Mm-hmm. Again, under the scope of this very churchy sound, like mm-hmm. very distinctively black churchy sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had an amazing answer for that. Anyway, um, but someone asked about how he writes his lyrics and he was just talking about getting really quiet and like allowing the thoughts to flow through him and not like trying to be the catalyst of the thought, mm-hmm. but rather like just getting quiet enough to allow space for like spirit to fill. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if it's that I've been consuming more weed than, (laughs) than usual, or if I'm just like in a little pocket of enlightenment right now or both look maybe hand in hand, but I've just like really been, um, trying to get quiet, you know? Mm -hmm. And like when I hear or feel, a a thought flowing i'm like i have to put this down somewhere like Mm -hmm. this this is definitely going to be helpful um for me as i navigate my life um so i've really been trying to do the work of like listening super intently um to my knee-jerk responses and like my most visceral inclination um and trying to move in that Mm -hmm. um i feel like i've spent so much of my life thinking that the things that are instinctive to me are not good or are inherently bad, in fact, Um, because um, I'm not having to like necessarily work for them. And I'm putting air quotes around that work for them in ways that I see other people work for them, Uh, like be it an idea, a thought, a a something. and that there are like no possibility models for the ways that I see things, and um, yeah, we keep coming to coming back to that. And then yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think about all of the different ways that that shows up in my life. Like I think about because I know so many fucking brilliant niggas. Mm-hmm. I know so many, mm-hmm. and all of them. Well, I assume because I'm like also on the outside looking in because mm-hmm. when I talk to niggas about like the shit that I'm going through mm-hmm. and like the second guessing that I'm doing with myself, they're like, for real? How? And I'm just like, <laughs> because I perform like, you know, this personal best version of myself for y'all niggas. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, the, the the brilliant people that I know are just like, they have their path, they know their lane. And when I like collaborate with them, I'm just like, Wow this nigga really has like a standard operating procedure and shit. (laughs) And I'm just out here like, Hey, I have this idea. And like, I always stigmatize myself Mm -hmm. and am like, Janae, you need to get your shit together. But like, I'm trying to move into a space of being like, well, what does it look like if I look at 
the way that I process things, the way that I think through things, the way that, you know, my ideas come into fruition as, as absolutely valuable. Mm -hmm. Um, And that has been like a wild ass, like perspective shift. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think just one example is like the way that I write, Mm -hmm. I write in very short, like bursts, Mm -hmm. like paragraphs. I like writing papers has never been some shit that has been, second skin for me Mm -hmm. but like ask me to write a bomb ass like three paragraphs or less like that's my (laughs) shit so now i'm thinking about like what does it look like for me to do writing in a way that upholds like this form that i'm clearly very good at Mm -hmm. um and not feel like i need to move into a longer form or something like that so that's when those have been two things that I've been thinking about listening to my body and my inclinations um, and not stigmatizing them or comparing them mm-hmm. to my other brilliant niggas. Um, and also being very clear and more aware about my self-talk because niggas can't afford to be calling themselves trash. Amen. So time for the next motherfucking segment yeah yeah now it's time for the trash affirmation it's your boda jesus what is going on um uh, thank you thank you absolutely thank reverend you. thank you take us thank in thank you to thank that you. holy place. Thank you. And thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. What is the scripturato osa um, today? Jesus Christmas. I don't know. Oh, God. Just keep me. Mm. Keep me, God. Lifted yadosa. One may fall in my left, but keep me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> today's uh, uh, church affirmation, yes. I was about to say scripture reading. That's it. That's what uh, we're doing. <laughs> comes to us from the book of Philippians. Yeah. Um, the fourth chapter mm-hmm. and the verse of eight. Once again, King James Version. King James Yaradosa. Only version. Yes, Yaradosa. Has the oil is holy and pure. So. (laughs) It reads. Fuck King James. Um, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any uh, praise, think on these things. Amen. Short and sweet. Yeah. Not half of uh, half of the damn chapter, <laughs> like we do sometimes. Yeah, I just keep reading. Keep I reading, appreciate keep that reading. you included me in that. That you said we. I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. That was yeah. But anyway, that was very um, gracious of you. So yeah, uh, if you were listening, hopefully, mm-hmm. yes, if you aren't, just about, go ahead and rewind it. Yes, and about hear about the damn uh, scripture. Um, basically what this scripture was saying was that the good things, the things that bring you joy, the things that bring you peace, the things that bring you, uh, feelings of love and warmth and, you know, 
nigga, just general good things. Mm -hmm. Um, Think on these things. Meditate on these things. um, Keep these at the forefront of your mind. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me just, uh, or it has me thinking of just the, uh, like the thought of black folks in general just um, prioritizing uh, pleasure in whatever whatever way that Mm -hmm. looks for you. Um, Things that bring you pleasure, my nigga, like great pleasure nigga if your if your gig is um the sound of an apple like a crisp apple when you take uh that first bite and that brings you that fucking joy my nigga you better buy a barrel buy a (laughs) a bushel that's 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 where apples come in a bushel Barrel too, bitch. Buy it all. A a, a a a barrel full of bushels. Go ahead and buy you that. Um, if your gig is my nigga, like waxing floors, mm-hmm. like because you just like that squeak, mm-hmm. my nigga, go ahead and squeak it the fuck up. Yes. If your shit is, um, I don't know, clipping your toenails. I don't know. Go into the thing, my nigga. If you like to suck dick, and that's the shit that brings you pleasure, suck that suck dick out of both if, if 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 your shit is uh making mood boards, go ahead and make you a mood board. Make whatever. that mood board. <laughs> whatever shit brings you pleasure, mm. one, think on it. Hmm. Two, enact it. Prioritize that shit. Make it make it something that is it says it's as important as things that you see as non-negotiable like things you need to live mm-hmm. like oh nigga i have to go to work at this time mm-hmm. like it's i like there's no like if we look at it like that amen amen yeah. like like pleasure is important things mm-hmm. that bring you joy um are important and you need to take time sometime mm-hmm. uh you know and think on these things and enact these things uh, because nigga, what type of life are we living without pleasure and joy? Wow, it's not. And it's life. not a life. And imagine a world in which black folks are thinking about. And I, I was going to use the word stressing over because mm-hmm. that is the way that we think about our jobs a lot. Yes. But thinking so intently about our pleasure yeah. and the ways that we stress so intently about our jobs. Yes. Um. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you know, it, it like, like, think, like, every day. Because niggas day. are stressed every day every about a job and a paycheck. Day. Yes. Every day. If we yes. were that intently, intent on, like, where the fuck is my pleasure finna be yeah. at today? Like, yeah. where, where are the pockets for yeah. my pleasure? Yeah. And make it, make it such a priority, like, that people in your life know. That mm. Like, for instance, like, spread oh, the good news. You, right, right. And say, like, oh, like, um, Oh girl, can you come out tonight? No, I'm um actually gonna uh be sitting in and like drinking wine and painting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And your friends know how important that is yes. to you because it brings you pleasure. Oh girl, I get it. okay, cool. Mm-hmm. We'll go ahead and we'll reschedule it sometime. Mm-hmm. Or like uh somebody needs you to do something important. But you can say to them, nigga, I have an afternoon of um biting apples. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't I'm not fucking that. with that. Yeah, I can't. I'm not. That's your shit. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we, we nah, wow. I'll find something else. Mm. Like, make it that important that you can, like, tell your niggas that you're doing this. And they're like, okay, nigga. Like, yeah, I get it. And speaking of, like, possibility models, again, like, I'm just thinking about all of the possibility models that happen when we 
are clear about what brings us pleasure Mm -hmm. and are clear about articulating to other folks like, hey, Mm -hmm. this is a thing for me. And also I'm setting aside time for this thing. I want you to know about it because I want you to know that this is special to me. And that then gives other folks permission to be like, well, what is special to me? Like, where is my pleasure then? Like, because I also want out my niggas gonna be doing something by themselves i need to be doing something too because i wanted to spend that time with them but i'm thinking like "Mm, maybe i should prioritize me absolutely um yo so what are you doing how what what are you doing intently explore that amen oh man okay because god damn i don't i I don't give myself like that's Mm -hmm. why this this whole scripture popping up i was like bitch this kiss man Mm -hmm. this is meant to Mm -hmm. be because i don't prioritize like things that give me like intense pleasure i don't Mm. um yeah i don't and even sometimes if i may find something that gives me a slight Mm -hmm. um bit of pleasure i see it as optional Mm. like if something else comes up i can cancel that yeah Yeah. i can cancel that because something else more important came up um but yeah like just just being it having it be an afterthought like Mm -hmm. somebody says oh can you do this for me you're like oh girl i gotta go to work and they're Mm -hmm. like okay i get that like it's not even they're like like niggas sometimes they will but like niggas hardly say will tell you to call off to do some wild shit you know what i mean or like oh i gotta go to class Mm. okay it's like an after it's Mm -hmm. not niggas just hear that and they're like okay that makes sense Mm -hmm. it's important go ahead and i want to get to that point where (laughs) my shit is important well first i gotta find what the fuck it is okay um and then after that like it being something that's like i have to go my god yeah you are ministering (laughs) thank you for this word amen deacon all right so it's time for all my niggas in the whole wide world all my niggas in the whole wide world all my niggas in the whole wide world i was trying to catch it but that was inspired by something can you the ice cream truck Oh McDonald had a- oh. oh my god. Well that's what they used to play the ice okay. truck in okay. fucking New York, yo. Oh <laughs> shit. The Mr. Softy joint. Yeah, that's my exactly god. what they used to play. Bless your heart. <laughs> so all my niggas in the whole wide world, formerly formerly known as the sex and dating segment, mm-hmm. um, is where we talk about all the niggas in our lives and how we're engaging with them and yeah, how we're navigating that social realm of our lives. Um, you want to start? You want me to start? Yeah, I'll start. Um, what's poppin' B? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've been recently thinking about, um, when it comes to any type of relationship, just like emotional boundaries Mm. and how it's never too late to set them. Ever. Ever. And I was going to mention boundaries when you were talking about the limitless supply you have of affirmation for other people. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that you came here. Amen. Um, Yeah, like I have, I I tend to uh, think when it comes to like friends or, well, I'm sorry, I'm going to keep, I'm just going to say any type of relationship that Mm -hmm. if I, um, one, allow something that I didn't like for long enough, it's just like, just deal with it. Or mm. if um, I didn't cement it for a good period of time so that they can get used to it, mm. 
that I just have to deal with the aftermath of that. Mm. So, like, okay, I didn't push hard enough to be like, this is what it is. Or I've been going through it long enough. Just, nigga, just go ahead and deal with whatever the fuck it is. Um, But recently I've been realizing that at any time I can be like, okay, well, so this is what would work for me now in the space that I'm in. This is what would be the most... um, for me, at least on my end, the most mm-hmm. fruitful for our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what would make me the most comfortable. What would make me um, feel at ease or whatever. So, here are my thoughts. And what do you think? Not, not more so like. And this isn't like. And these moments aren't necessarily a negotiation, but they're more so. I just want to hear mm-hmm. your thoughts on it, so mm-hmm. I can gauge. Who the fuck you are mm-hmm. as a nigga. Yeah. And, and whether or not you still belong in my life based yeah. on these boundaries that I'm setting. Yeah. And also, it, if there are, like, I like to open the floor if there are any boundaries that I may be crossing that I am unknowingly, mm-hmm. that I'm unknowingly crossing, that you may also just be allowing because you, because niggas do that. Like, we do that mm-hmm. a lot with a All lot of the people time. in our lives. And a lot of times we don't know how to communicate these things. Yeah. And, like, the only way, the only way I know how to do things now, because, like, I feel like niggas have been writing manuals on, like, the roundabout way to get shit done. Mm-mm. And, like, like for instance. That's like, whiteness, y'all. Yeah. It, to be honest, because, like, if you ever, like, because when I think about that, I think about uh, the, the magazine articles that I see in Cosmopolitan and Ooh, shit when I was Jesus. younger. Yeah. Oh, 27 ways to um make your man... Tell uh, your man not to put his dick in your ass. Here are 27 <laughs> different ways. What, and, bitch? And I every, did not consent to this. every way that they mention does not include just saying, hey, don't do that. <laughs> like, just every thinking about our culture, like, mm-hmm. it's just nothing... Like we hate going direct. Yeah. Like I re- like I remember I was um there was this thing on Twitter, um. Um, it was like uh, st- first of all, straights y'all are just y'all need Jesus irreparable. I don't know what to say. Um, but like just there was kidding, this y'all thing, can be repaired. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like there was this um thing, uh, where like people were posting this meme of like. Uh, this hetero couple mm-hmm. and like instead of like um the woman in the relationship saying uh yo can we have sex like she would just be scooting her ass into his lap mm-hmm. for hours on end for until hours? he just hours <laughs> like just keep on scooting throughout the night just just throughout and if he didn't take the bait gay niggas do this too though yes to be clear yes but we're talking about the streets yeah okay so you just Okay, all right, I mean, because the gays do this too. Talking about the straights. Okay, Okay. all right, that's fine, that's fine. But the gays do do it. That's fine. Um, But, you know, the gays, we take our social cues from the straights, so there's that. (laughs) Um, We we love to be heteronormative. My God. But that's another question. I mean, that's another uh, (laughs) topic. whole fucking topic. But just, like, just the... the, 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 (sighs) Just the lack of directness that our culture has bred... Mm -hmm. Um, really has niggas like in a frenzy <laughs> trying to figure out how to address shit. Yeah. When it really is simple and it's always been simple, we just made it complicated. Um, and I think because of our culture, 
we don't know how to receive directness either. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm not going to act like there's there isn't certain directness that's just you're a dick as well. Mm-hmm. But like general directness is fine. Yeah. And a lot of us see it as disrespect. Um, specifically, if you ever had, like, had a black parent, bitch, you, never, you better not in your fucking life be direct. <laughs> you better find a Ever. fuzzy, peachy way to you fucking say whatever you You better find a detour to save your life, something. bitch. You better write it down. I don't know what to tell you. Um, you, better you better go through a field of da- daisies <laughs> before you, you come at me wrong, Your bitch. auntie say it with a bouquet of roses. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Um, but, yeah, just... Um, yeah, just... I've been renegotiating terms with random people mm-hmm. um, when it comes to just random things that have been happening in the relationships that I have with them that I'm just like, most of the things have been um, things that I've never been okay with. Mm-hmm. Very few of it has been, uh, very few of the things has have been um, things that are no longer Right, right. Work. It, it's mostly just been shit. I'm, I've just let flow. Slide, yeah. Um, so that's been interesting. I thought it, it's a, it's a lot. Um, let me. Okay, let me be clear. It's, it's not as difficult mm-hmm. as I thought it would be. Yeah. Not saying it's not difficult, right. but like the catastrophe that I pictured in my head that would happen, mm-hmm. it hasn't. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's mm-hmm. been uh, a good development yeah. and something I'm grateful for. So yeah, um, yeah, it's nigga like renegotiate these terms you've been having with niggas for years, but uh, it's worth it. It's mm-hmm. worth it because um, you will feel a lot lighter. Woo! My God, because carrying the burden of like of a boundary crossed again and again mm-hmm. and again because it's typically boundaries that are crossed by people who are closest to us mm-hmm. or like always near us that we want around us and we want them to be happy and we feel like setting our boundaries will make them unhappy and not mm-hmm. want to be around us yeah. um but really we're just making ourselves unhappy so mm-hmm. like where in the equation does that balance yeah. out yeah <laughs> um so i'm super here for that and um i've been just like exercising that in so many different ways um having a white colleague who is also a friend mm-hmm. like and like setting boundaries of like, I actually don't want you to come in my office showing me fucking memes during the work day. Like, I just don't stop. Um, or like, I don't, there was this shit that he, I didn't have no clue what this was about, but like he would come in my room and like, just leave things in my room, in my office. And I'm just like, like what, like, what the fuck do you want me to do with this? Like, it would be like, poster boards that the students that we had worked with had made or like (laughs) I don't know just random shit and I'm just like look every time you put something in my room I'm just gonna throw it away I don't cause like yeah I think that nigga was using it for like storage (laughs) and I'm like what the fuck are you even doing what in the whiteness is this shit um so yeah I've 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 been really flexing that that uh boundaries muscle in a lot of different ways um so it's lit amen it's lit fam all right so my all my niggas in the whole wide world whole wide world um so first off all the shots that i'm shooting are blanks (laughs) 
these hoes are just failing left and right okay i am the nigga at the start line with the gun just going <laughs> just smoking the air no bullet um and it's okay. uh it's okay. my nigga and and it's been great because i've i've become a lot a lot um stronger and like being direct with folks like hey i'm trying to fuck Mm -hmm. hey i'm trying to hook up i'd like to make out with you Mm -hmm. hey you know whatever um so that has been like you know it's not a complete loss it's not a loss you know it's a it's a process it's Mm -hmm. a area of challenge it's a growth point um but okay and (laughs) the point of me shooting all these shots is for one of them to land in a pussy and eventually look but but i i feel like last night and i was actually like 4 a.m because i'm staying at a friend's house their downstairs neighbors were fucking down they were fucking down at 4 a.m the cat cat, i don't know the cat had been had been fed um but they dyke asses was fucking down directly beneath me and i was just like god why is this not in my life? I see what you've done for other people. <laughs> I and I want that for me. Come on, God. <laughs> and I had a moment where I was just like, you know what? What if my ancestors are just being like, bitch, you need to invest this energy elsewhere. Like, you got all this energy to grow all these new skills around <laughs> shooting shots. But your dreams and wildest hopes are just sitting there stagnant while you're trying to get some dick. You're worried about about the wrong things, you silly bitch. So that's what I heard my ancestors saying this this morning at 4 a.m. I love the personalized uh, messages that the ancestors give because okay. they be so so direct and so clear. Oh my god. Um. But I also feel like my whole ass ancestors would not lead me in that direction. But maybe, you know, maybe my ancestors are like, look, bitch, balance. Okay. So Ooh, that God. that has been a is very dreams is the name of the game. Ain't it? Ain't it? Nothing in moderation <laughs> is what I'm trying to build a life on. And my ancestors is like, bitch, that's not real. <laughs> And I'm like, let me just just watch me. Let me show you. Let me just go ahead and These niggas got <laughs> These niggas got I... many life generations of lifetimes under their belts. And I'm like, no 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 no, just just watch, just watch. I got the magic. I got the juice. You ain't see this. You ain't seen this. You ain't seen this. So there's that. I'm I I'm gonna I think I'm gonna take a moratorium on my shot shooting okay. and just focus on on some other shit. Okay. Build okay. some skills elsewhere Imagine. because this is I've built a lot of skills here to little avail in the way that I wanted to avail with much. Okay. Um. All right. So here we go here we go here we go all right so this is actually related to one of my failed shots um so i was probably a month ago i started talking to this guy about setting up like a friends with benefits situation did i tell you about this Mm -hmm. okay and 
a month later, like the beginning, like maybe two weeks ago, last week, um, I hit him up because I was like, you know, we haven't talked about this in a while, but I know that he's like doing shit or whatever. Let me just check in, mm-hmm. make essentially make sure that this is no longer a thing, but like also <laughs> whatever. So I hit him up and he was like, yeah, this isn't this isn't going to happen um, for reasons for for like very legitimate reasons, like he was going through some medical things. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I was just like, okay. Mm-hmm. I wish you would have told me this <laughs> of your own volition. Like it's not even on some like I'm mad at you for not like I just speak like nigga. You speak. know what's happening in your in your body on mm-hmm. your person. Mm-hmm. But that I feel like that's another conversation about like how black people take on whiteness in like our casual hookups and stuff like because niggas inherently are very social Mm -hmm. and we like want to love on each other embrace each other but i feel like i don't know i feel like the i guess the prevailing narrative so much around like casual dating and hooking up and all that shit friends with benefits is like so much led by white narratives like everything like every fucking thing that like niggas are just like I'm gonna go against my my instinct of like having a human conversation with this person who's who's like fucking dick or pussy or whatever I'm putting in my mouth mm-hmm. or want to put in my mouth and just say hey I can't do this right now as opposed to just ghosting yeah. It's so weird. It's yeah. so weird. Anyway, so <laughs> after what, yeah, yeah that after that, I was just like, um, if I don't fuck with these niggas for the rest of my days, <laughs> like thinking about how my life could improve if I don't fuck with not a single nigga, gay, straight, queer, not queer, whatever. Cut one thing that I did realize was that so I spend a lot of time as we all do on the internet I, I probably more than most <laughs> um and I realized like the moment that um I was like okay this is no longer a thing with this guy mm-hmm. um excuse me the next day I realized that my like posts were very much so like very much so like returned to what I wanted to be posting Mm -hmm. as opposed to me like pandering to how I felt other people saw me as desirable. You meant on Facebook or? On Instagram, on Instagram. Oh, that's such a thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is really a thing. It's exhausting. Like I felt it at the time, but like I think it was the final like, unzip the pants and exhale Um, when i was like oh i have been constrained yeah i have been like definitely pandering my content pandering sorry pandering to like how i know these people see me as desirable with my content and like that is a prison um you got a dread no it's like a little piece of wood bless his heart um 
So, yeah, I, I've just been, like, trying to focus on not putting on mm-hmm. and thinking about just, like, how do I move out of, pla- out of a place of performing myself um, and just doing what the fuck, whatever the fuck it is that I want to do. Because mm-hmm. I've also been thinking more and more about, like, what family is going to look like for me and how I plan on cultivating that. Yeah. Um, and... There are a lot of things about family and like I say family in a very expansive sense that um, I just want to like rewrite. Mm -hmm. And I know that I won't be able to do that if I'm thinking about, well, like, what will people think? Um, So, yeah, that that has just been a really important thing that another lesson that's come out of shooting my shot and missing. Um, and I think this is this is also very deeply connected to the work of like getting quiet and listening mm-hmm. to you know my most authentic self mm-hmm. and what that nigga wants. Yeah, yeah. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, it is very difficult. It is so damn difficult. Oh god, and exhausting mm-hmm. to perform. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I like, and we do it in so many ways. Yeah, yeah. Every day. And um, but like to think of it in a manner of you doing it in a in a in settings that you uh, are supposed to find pleasure in. Right. That's what I was going to say. Like, I felt most betrayed by myself because I was like, this is my like happy place like instagram because i i've stopped fucking around with facebook because it's just a bunch of white liberals (laughs) and my aunties who want to like everything and comment when it's unsolicited so i've gone to instagram where i can control my audience and i can like do the things and i was like damn i'm even like performing a version of myself here and like this little happy space that i thought i cultivated yeah 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 and it it, and i and i think it sucks because um you know, like you said, we do it so naturally yeah. uh, that when you actually realize you've been doing it, it's like, wait, it's kind of like getting out of the sunken place. It's like, wait, this is where the hell I've been? My God. What? Like, what? Somebody just flashed the camera. This is like, what What the hell has been going on? Um, Yeah, I just like doing it in professional settings makes sense and I get it. But doing it in a place where you're like, okay. This is safe for me. Right. And also... Um, Let me put my costume on. Yeah. Ugh. Mm-hmm. That just... That just does something to me that I just yeah. don't like. Yeah. I hate... The thought of it just... Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Welcome back, niggas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I had no clue what the fuck was about. I thought you were hawking up a it's fucking phlegm. Ugh. My grandma... Rest her soul, Lord. Grandma Delphia Woody. Okay. Uh, West Virginia bred and born. Come born and bred. <laughs> Would call fucking phlegm flame. Got all that flame in your chest. Get that flame about your chest. So. Oh, we see you, ancestor. Um... So yes, <laughs> welcome back. Uh, this next segment is called the Personal Healing Practice. Yes. And uh, this segment is um, a portion of the show where we talk about 
something that we've done in the last, you know, year or two. Um, or five. <laughs> However the fuck long it's been, y'all. I hate that this is a running joke. And it's never old because we keep only recording an episode every bicentennial. Oh wow. Wow, we really do this. Um, it's a portion of the show where we talk about something that we've done uh, that has, you know, helped us uh, with our healing journey. Uh, something that we've done, something that we've put into practice that has allowed us um, to go a little further down the road of peace. Yeah, Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Janae, will you start? Oh, yes, shit, I saw oh, will. <laughs> I can start it <laughs> You adding Idiosa to the end hey, of nigga. Hey. Hey. Do it, do it, do it. Hey. One more time, because Holly was disturbing the piece. Hey. Yeah, that didn't even sound like it. It didn't sound like a bark. I can't do it. I don't do know it, why. Do it, do it, do it, do it. No, it's, it's caught in you. Hey. Who is that again? I, I have no damn idea uh, oh wait, wait it's either Cher or Tony Braxton it was one of them niggas my 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 uh, I got perfect pitch I have perfect pitch baby perfect I know <laughs> mama wasn't look confidence my god okay my God! Why did you have you seen Kevin Kevin on stages video? Which one? Like in response about, no. to the oh my God! So he posted a video about that, and he was like, "If somebody in a black church ever tell me I'm in the wrong key, I'm just leaving that church forever and going to a non-denominational church. Them niggas will never see me again." And I was just like, "Wow, that is so real." Wrong key, girl. <laughs> I need that on a loop. Excuse me? I need that on a loop. Wrong key, girl. I know. <laughs> I have perfect pitch, baby. All right. So, um, I feel like you're about to try to pull up this video, and I will not allow it. I'm God gonna, said I'm no. Say I'm going to say God said no. Because I want to see Kevin on stage's dad. I want to see his God. Okay, so my personal healing practices uh, for this last year and a half. Practice I. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> have been one and the same. So, one, being edibling responsible. What the fuck did I just say? I don't. That's why I had to look. I was like, hold on. Did I, did I hear something? My, my, my. All right. I have been consuming edibles responsibly and it has really served me. Amen. Okay. Um, and in that vein, my personal healing practice, if you don't shut the fuck up, Andre, my personal healing practice has been. <laughs> I'm sorry. nice things this is exactly why my god let me know when you're ready I'll I'll wait I'll wait I'm ready I'm ready 
All right. So my personal healing practice has been weed assisted creating. Okay. Yeah. So just, you know, consuming an edible and um like I like I've been saying, getting quiet and opening up cracking open that motherfucking Google Doc or cracking open that voice note and just putting my ideas down on paper. Amen. So that's been my my personal healing practice and it's been amazing. I've had a lot of really great ideas that are even great when I'm sober mm. again. Oh my god, y'all. Harley just almost died. Harley, you have survived. My you've survived. That was so funny. You've survived. Oh you survived. Okay, so let's keep this is too long. Come on. Okay, so mine will be short and sweet. It's basically what I talked basically what I talked about earlier. Um in, in setting boundaries. And um even though during the time that I'm setting these boundaries, I'm a nervous wreck. Yeah. Um, actually doing it and practicing this has made it easier each time I've done it. Mm. So, um, it's and it's also created a certain sense of like worth. It's like, nigga, you're worth. Yes. You're worth this. You're worth. Yes. Setting boundaries that will make you happy. Yes. That's so real. Yeah. And and in setting those boundaries, there's like, oh, now I have energy to give myself mm. the things that I'm worth because I'm not so exhausted at all my boundaries being crossed at every turn. And you just have to look the other way. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Congratulations, Amen. my nigga. Amen. Mother fucking slice of the pie. They have enough. They are everywhere they won't be here to. They won't get a title. They won't. Well, welcome to Obligatory Nonsense. <laughs> this is a segment where we talk about that fuck shit that these pale ass unseasoned ass white niggas is doing in the world so i'm excited to bring to you all um some news from your very own president of course so today the new york times posted an article titled trump administration trying to define transgender out of existence and it's posted in the new york times so this article opens president donald trump is attempting to strip transgender people of official recognition by creating a narrow definition of gender as being only male or female and unchangeable once it is determined at birth the new york times reported on sunday the Department of Health and Human Services has undertaken an effort across several government d- departments to establish a legal definition of sex under the Title IV, the federal civil rights law that bans discrimination on the basis of sex. The Times said, citing a government memo that it obtained. So, this is all to say that y'all's little president is really out here 
trying to legislate trans people out of their own existences um which is not new this is not a thing that is new for trump or america even um, because there was as we know when we think about um Genesec gutierrez um who was um the heckler at the like white house lgbtq correspondent event Mm -hmm. um who was talking about you know the the disproportionate impact of um immigration policy on trans and queer um immigrants Mm -hmm. um and obama and all of his white queer male allies were like y'all need you need to shut the fuck up essentially and put her in her place Mm -hmm. air quotes around that um so what we know is like trans people are always highly scrutinized highly um are always under some sort of critical eye um and with this new memo that's been leaked actually so this Mm -hmm. isn't even something that trump is ready to like put out and be like hey bitch it's done you can't say anything about it somebody thank goodness was like hey this is in the works and it's probably almost done um so trump's administration has sought to ban transgender people from military service and rescinded guidances to public schools recommending that transgender students be allowed to use the bathroom of their choice um and when we're thinking about public schools we can look right back to like three weeks ago mm-hmm. where in Stafford County Public Schools um, during an active shooter drill and an active shooter drill just in case you all don't know is when because we live in America okay children have to Be practice like- practice <laughs> being gunned down and what they would do in that instance And in this instance, the educators who um, were charged with their care, um, their primary concern was proper grouping of genitalia. Um, So much so that when they were, uh, I was about to say stowing the students. I mean, mean, essentially, when they were packing them away to like be safe, they left a trans girl and i believe this was a middle school they left a trans girl to fend for her fucking self during an active shooter drill so what you're literally saying is your wor- your life is worth nothing yeah. we don't care about your death yeah. is what you are literally saying yeah. you can die yeah. is what they're te- they are literally telling a young trans girl yeah which is already the messaging that trans people get on the regular mm-hmm. um so i just i mean this is really terrifying in um when i think about like all of the ways that again and again trump's administration have done things that are highly illogical mm-hmm. and still are justified and made legislation and there was some language that was you that trump actually used that i want to quote because it sounds like a lot of the language that is used in any other oppressive 
move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, here it is. So Trump is saying that, you know, we want to make this move to be oppressive as fuck around gender and sex because we want to make sure it's on a biological basis that is clear, grounded in science, objective, and administrable. What about the Trump ad- administration has been any of those things uh, yet? Can't think of a thing. Can't? Not one. Nope. We've denied climate change. What else have we done? A lot of, th- a lot of shit. The list keeps going. I'm Every sh- day it's something more illogical than... Than than the, the day before, day. yes. Like, I don't, it's it's just it not real, and it, it just makes me think about like slavery was based on a biological basis that was clear, she grounded was. in sci air quote science, mm-hmm. whatever white folks decide that is on any given day, yep. um, objective and administrable, mm-hmm. like gendered oppression based on the same thing. Yep. Um, and I just don't understand when white folks are going to be like, hey, y'all, this is this is actually not OK when they're dead. Because, I look, I feel like I see in, in the not too far off future a time when a presidency, if it is not uh, Trump's presidency, a presidency that uh, becomes of the Trump presidency where. They're just like, hey, y'all, we're going to change the rules around race. Mm-hmm. And white actually is any white man who has a net worth over $500 billion. And then what, white people? And then what y'all going to be out? Y'all going to be niggas. <laughs> so what y'all going to do then? Because all of this is fake. Um... So I'm just, it's just really interesting to me how um, complacent white folks are and like other folks who experience other like uh, absences of oppression in different ways and how silent they are because they are not directly being threatened by a thing. Yet. Um, right, yet, and are not recognizing the inextricable, inextricable links between them and people who are oppressed yeah. and like how... Who, oh, I heard Adrian Marie Brown say this, like, whose death we don't care about um, indicates, like, where we are as a society. And there's a lot of people not caring about a lot of deaths. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been trying to think, like, what are the things, like, if this legislation does pass... Um, And even if it doesn't, because it'll still be in some way uh, a target or a a goal of the Trump administration to, you know, legislate trans people out of their transness Um, in some way. They'll still do it, even if this this specific legislation doesn't pass. Maybe state by state. Right. So how can we show up for trans folks Um, and how can we like do work that is um that's countering this this shit that's happening um so yeah do you have thoughts and yeah 
like on the any of any done? of the story oh. the <laughs> um i just I, I think like i was saying earlier every time that every time this administration says something it's just nonsensical mm-hmm. and then like hearing this I think what I need to do is stop saying nonsensical and start saying calculated. Mm. Um, because I'll, I think I've been kind of treating Trump as this like. Silly 12 year old boy. Silly 12 year old boy has no idea what he's doing. Mm. But he might have. He might know exactly what he's doing. No, he does. Whiteness is highly calculated. The only reason why I would say. I, I would say anything to the. Uh, like. I would say anything opposite of that is that is me saying, oh, Trump's a figurehead and all the other white men under him are pushing all this and he's just saying, sure. Because I've seen, because the only reason why I say that is because I've seen Trump in situations where he has no idea what's going on, mm-hmm. but if you stroke his ego, he'll go along with what you say. Right. Uh, Kim Kardashian, Kanye West, all they had to do was stroke his ego and he went along with whatever the hell they said. Yeah. Um, and I'm not when I say that it's highly calculated, I'm not saying that Trump knows about any of this, any of the, you know, nuts and bolts of what uh-huh. the fuck is happening. But it's but I know because I know whiteness that he understands that the goal is to protect whiteness. So he is making sure that he is looking at whiteness uh fucking protector of whiteness numbers one through ten with motherfucking who's the Breitbart nigga that nigga <laughs> all all of the other also I just realized we have a whole vice president that we ain't heard about seen thought about in a minute see, I haven't heard about that nigga <laughs> see once that news started coming out about how anti-LGBT he is mm-hmm. like violently mm-hmm. anti-LGBT mm-hmm. he just kind of went underground I think he's That's just been doing wild. everything in the background I think he's like a big, huge part of the mm-hmm. legislation that's been passed. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if his like if he created authored that shit. Yeah, like I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, because like he be- he still to this day believes in uh like shock conversion therapy, therapy yeah. conversion therapy, yeah. which includes like shock therapy, right, and like a whole bunch of just barbaric things. Yeah, um, but like when it comes, uh, I think I'm just disgusted with how like white folks are willing to sell out every and anything mm-hmm. including the old planet they live on right. to protect fucking white yeah not knowing that they aren't really going to benefit nor are they currently benefiting for real for real no. unless they are in that multi-billion tier of whiteness y'all are protecting something that you're not even really benefiting from y'all at like, not for real. Not for like, real. Not to that level. Like at maybe all. being prioritized at a Waffle House. <laughs> maybe not getting slammed to the ground when you're drunk at a party. Yeah. By a police officer. Yeah. Those are residual. But in effects. the right in the real ways in who gets real power in the country in the world, y'all are y'all are niggas. Yeah. Y'all are niggas. But you just don't. Well, you don't want to realize that you don't want to accept it um and they're going back to like that like trans bathroom uh the the locker room thing mm. uh what right like um 
one thing that was said on uh, Twitter, I think Jamila said it, um, was that, like, even separating them by gender. What the fuck? Y'all, like, I was a teacher for four and a half, for five years. <laughs> I never have I ever, <laughs> during an active shooter drill, been like, hey, all the penises, <laughs> y'all get on this visible end of the classroom. Right. Everybody with a vagina, <laughs> y'all go hide in the closet. But, like, she was bringing up how, like, even separating them by gender, it's going to, like, the, the, there's a certain group who's more susceptible to being shot by school shooters. Girls. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just more, So, like, it's kind of like lining them up for slaughter. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, so all the girls are, okay, cool, let me go over there and just mm-hmm. start killing them. So, like, not, it, it doesn't make sense unless you're actually trying to do what the fuck I'm, I hope not. There is like, no sense. There is no sense in there it. There is no sense in doing any of this. And the thing that, like, the niggas was like, oh, well, we, we just don't know what to do, so we're just going to leave you in the hallway so you can die. How are y'all that perplexed? I just don't understand. And y'all are educators? Where Damn. the hell are we? I just rem- remember that I still have access to my old teacher account. <laughs> I might have to pull that up and see what those conversations were. <laughs> I'm sure there was an extensive conversations in the actual <laughs> oh my email. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I just, I think, just the the part of it being states state sanctioned is like the most hurtful part. Mm-hmm. Like you know, niggas can say whatever the fuck they want to on Twitter mm-hmm. all day, but like. The state sanctioning your fucking, um, basically exterminating you. Mm-hmm. It's wild as hell. Yeah. That's so real. Um, so I want to close this out with a few tips that I've thought of. Um, feel free to add some in or be like, mm-hmm. bitch, that's a silly ass <laughs> suggestion. Um, one which I'm thinking of as low stakes, but like also is very risky, um, is that we become more intentional intentional about teaching our babies and each other about the limitlessness of gender expression. Um, which is not to say this is something to do instead of fighting um, the oppression of trans folks, but like. In an age where our presidency is literally saying, here, you have two options. You are literally, I am literally um, confining you to a binary Mm -hmm. that we over many, many years have realized that is not real. Even in sex, because we know we have intersex folks, Mm -hmm. which scientifically disproves the gender binary. Um here we are with hard science and whatever, but it doesn't count Mm -hmm. Um, to the Trump administration. Anyway, (laughs) um, yeah, teaching our babies about the limitlessness of their gender expression is like powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, Pushing like local entities um, to address people by their gender and the pronouns that they demand so that means if you're a teacher and you have colleagues who do not respect students pronouns um push them niggas Mm -hmm. like what do you what do you gain by not pushing back yeah 
Nothing. Yeah. Um, and check in on trans people. I mean, the trans folks in your life, the trans people that you know of. Um, yeah, check in on niggas. Simple. It doesn't have to be like a, oh, I saw this article that said that Trump was trying to take your existence away it can just be like hey my nigga what's up how are you doing what can i do for you are you in need of something Mm -hmm. you want to hang out Mm -hmm. um yeah that's those are my thoughts there yeah uh just real quick shout out to uh jeremiah harvey for saying this is just unrelated Mm -hmm. just a a random thing is jeremiah harvey the one that's reading the book no okay the book that you 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 played the black gay man in Baltimore who's oh right? no 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 okay this who's is, Jeremiah Harvey? Uh, shout out to Jeremiah Harvey the I think he was nine years old ten years old mm-hmm. Brooklyn kid who said he doesn't forgive that white woman wow um, shout out to him truly black excellence yes um just saying nope actually fuck her yeah really. I don't forgive her she's she's yeah mm. no hell no oh. And saying it proudly. Black kids know so early. And like, I feel like we, I'm saying we, like I'm a parent. I'm not a parent yet. <laughs> Soon come. Um, I feel like parents do so much work of like undoing that instinctive knowing that black children have mm-hmm. to like make them socially like appease, not, not appeasing. Um, I don't know. Socially adept sure let's go sure yeah. why not yeah, yeah. um when these little baby niggas know <laughs> like even because i think at fir- the first time that i heard that the the baby was like um i don't forgive her mm-hmm. i thought i heard that his mother supported him mm-hmm. but then i saw a clip of them on the news and she was like oh yeah i forgive her mm-hmm. and see, i was I like see that so. I just I stopped at him saying he didn't forget. Right, her. right. That was the that was the open and shut case <laughs> right there. All right. It's time for pay your ties, nigga. It's time for pay your ties, nigga. It's time to pay. <laughs> I had a vision. I just really didn't follow through with what my body was telling me, which was "bitch, don't." <laughs> were you? Were you? I was. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was. I was trying. See, that was me going against anyway. what the saith my body. Okay. All right. So it's pay your tides, nigga. Um, and this is a segment where we are centering black femmes, where we are talking about. Um, the things in the way of black femmes being able to live their best lives um, and be able to live lives where they don't have to fuck around with you niggas. <laughs> so um, what we're going to be talking about today sort of comes from two different um, streams of thought. Um, so one, I'm thinking about i'm in the the beginning stages of thinking to think about (laughs) (laughs) buying a home so and i'm i'm considering buying the place that i currently live at Mm -hmm. um which is a duplex Mm -hmm. 
um, and still living on my side and renting out the other side. Um, And I was just thinking how, you know, like, as my neighborhood is being rapidly gentrified, I would love to have like, an affordable place as much as I can make it with property taxes and flood insurance increasing. Um, Affordable for like, folks who are like me when I arrived there who are young black folks um, and maybe not even young but black folks mm-hmm. who want to live in a black neighborhood before it gets completely unblacked mm-hmm. um, and how like and then I, as I was thinking about that more I like you know went down a little rabbit hole of like what ideally would I like to see out of myself as um, a landlord and I feel like you know again if it would be affordable i would love for part of that landlordship is that a thing sure it is now <laughs> to be like included in that rent to be like a housekeeper every month mm. for because like black folks are busy uh-huh. and we deserve to come home to homes that like we want to be in uh-huh. even if we don't have time to upkeep it in the way that like white stay-at-home moms do who just get to clean all that get to who can clean (laughs) shit as it happens every single fucking day because they ain't got shit else to do but knit and kiki with chelsea and emily (laughs) so that and this space again this like weed assisted space of like creativity and writing more curriculum and doing more work that is explicitly around black liberation and Mm -hmm. the stuff that I want to do there. Mm -hmm. Um, And I like sort of push back up against myself when I say black liberation work, because I feel like any work that I'm doing as a black person to like be more joyful, be less oppressed, be more in my body is like Mm -hmm. black liberation work. But anyway, um, in doing that and writing some curriculum, I was like, I realized that this was actually the first time that I'd done this, but I stopped and I was like, so what's my end goal? Like, what is, what is my most idealized vision of like where this curriculum is supposed to take the people Mm -hmm. that I want it to be facilitated with. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I had not thought about like, what, what do I want the futures or the, the realities of the black students Um, that I want to be impacted by this curriculum what do I want their lives to look like I hadn't really like sat down and visualized that Mm -hmm. so I began to think about um, and much along the lines of like trans children so thinking about black trans girls um, black trans women and the experiences that they have in life from childhood all the way up through the ends of their lives um, and thinking about if all black children the day that they were born were given a guarantee that they would have access or they would be granted um, you know this list of things or people or whatever they were guaranteed at birth for the rest of their lives Mm -hmm. based on the understanding of all of the uh, trauma and oppression that historically has come their way has come their way um what would that contract look like what things would be included on it 
Um, so I've been thinking about that as a way to like reverse engineer how I'm looking at my curriculum. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would love to hear maybe some things that you think should go on that list. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll list mine as well. Of course, money. Like, that's a fucking mm. given. Just, like, I think, like, nigga, call it reparations. Just a mm. steady stream of income that I'm not going to say that you don't have to work for it because you, you already work for it mm-hmm. through your bloodline. They work through it. Wow. Um, it was paid for. Um, also, therapy. Like, mm. a qualified black therapist. Um, that you don't have to pay for audio reparations money. It yeah. it comes out. <laughs> it's it's free. For, because, okay? I'm glad that you made that distinction. Because I was going to ask you, what is this money being used for? Whatever the fuck you feel like. Mm-hmm. Because this, yeah. But not, not fucking. Want- so I'm going to put mine in healthcare. <laughs> by health practice. By black practitioners. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Sorry, I'm going to. No, go no, ahead. That's, go. that's about just all around healthcare. Mm-hmm. Not just therapy, all around healthcare mm-hmm. by black partic- uh, practitioners. Mm-hmm. Um, guaranteed schooling. Mm. All of these things have nothing to do with the money you're already getting. Right. Um, guaranteed schooling. Affirming schooling. Affirm- I was going to say outside of a white lens because, God damn it. The way y'all f- niggas have fucked this up. Jesus. Um, and. Uh, I, I was going to say, like, community and stuff, but I feel like a lot of these, a lot of these things, like, money create mm-hmm. more time for community. Mm-hmm. Healthcare creates more time for community. All of these things, I feel like a lot of our communities aren't necessarily formed because we don't have the resources for us to have free time to form these things. Because niggas, niggas are constantly thinking about, like, shit, the basics. Like, nigga, what am I going to eat? tonight mm-hmm. um can i afford this what can i do here um i think a lot of our community spaces although we do have a good amount a lot of them there will be a lot more and there will be um there will be uh a lot more developed if we had the resources so that we don't have to um always be worrying about certain things like for instance um the amount of black... Pe- if you have ever been to a fucking PTA meeting mm. and seen the board because black parents are too busy working, mm-hmm. like sometimes two and three jobs just to afford to put their kids... Uh, just to afford to keep their kids afloat. Uh, where, like you said, the white moms with Kathy and Emily and you know Bridget, all of them just mm. have time to go Wind to Wind down midday- Wednesday at <laughs> fucking noon. Midday PTA meetings. While drinking wine. Um, Niggas don't have that luxury. Like, we never have the luxury Mm. of putting um, a lot of time into, like, family and friends and community in general. Because we're trying to fucking survive. Mm. And it's unfortunate. Uh, So I think those are my main ones that I can think of right now. Um, Yeah. Um, I think schooling would, because I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think those are my main ones because I feel like it covers a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you included community, um, because so much of our socialization, 
as black femmes into this world is like you everyone is expecting you to be helpless so you have to do it yourself Mm -hmm. you have to navigate this entire big ass white ass world Mm -hmm. alone Mm -hmm. and there will never be anyone that you can depend on Mm -hmm. um and i love that being like no you are guaranteed community Mm -hmm. um one of mine mine is a bit more frivolous which i think is also important absolutely i think is hella fucking important um but therapy was definitely on Mm -hmm. on the list um and healthcare. um and after lauren and i hung out on thursday lauren added to her list access to a hot tub and i was just like yo like, yes, absolutely access to a hot tub and mm. access to a fucking pool mm. from from fucking birth to death. Um, a guarantee of intentional, like intentional coaching around a person, personal pleasure practice. Mm. Um, hmm. Um, And a guaranteed access to food. Like, and I'm not even going to get into, like, good food or bad Mm -hmm. food or whatever. But just, like, guaranteed access to food. Mm -hmm. Whatever food it is that you want, that your family eats, Mm -hmm. that, you know, you have it. Yeah. And it's never something that you are afraid may be in scarcity. Mm -hmm. Um I feel I, I I'm like excited to think more about this because mm-hmm. I also know that like these are not my wildest dreams yeah. for um, a guarantee for Black children based mm-hmm. on the experiences of Black trans girls. Yeah. Um, and I really want to center that, and I, I I feel like my answer isn't really centered on that specific experience. So yeah, I encourage everyone to be thinking about what what does that guarantee for black children because we also know that like i don't know that it's even impossible to create a trauma-free world for black people Mm. um so like if we're thinking about we are this is essentially a reparations package yeah Yeah. which what would be the the usefulness of money in something if like in a capitalistic world? I mean, like, if all of these things were guaranteed. For nigga to flex. What? Are you kidding what me? every baby got a go grill, though? I'm saying, like, what, what the fuck? Guaranteed? What are the possibilities is what I want us to really <laughs> delve into. Like My whole thing was, like, I was just thinking about, like, do I necessarily even need money if, like, I have no, you don't need it. list No, you don't need it. Everything. Like nigga, I want two diamonds in my teeth. I, I, you deserve like, is the point. Amen. You don't have to need to deserve. Amen. Okay. Amen. Yeah. I like that. I mm-hmm. like that. Um. Yeah. So everybody, think about that shit. A diamond encrusted bottle. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Again, possibilities are endless. I also just want to add that on my checklist, on my guarantee. Um, for black children is mandatory quarterly vacations quarterly Come absolutely 
Come on. Absolutely. Quarterly vacations. Um, so as we uh, close out another episode of this sparsely held podcast, we really shouldn't have a podcast <laughs> or worship, as some of you may call it. I want to extend to you all a a, a word of wisdom from uh, one Adrian Marie Brown, and actually, it's an adaptation. It's it's what I heard from it because <laughs> I wasn't gonna run it back on the podcast. It hit me a little late, and I was like, "Well, bitch, I, here's what I got." So, Adrian. In the most recent episode of How to Survive the End of the World, um, the episode was The Apocalypse We Live In, State Violence and Repression. Um, she says something, something to the effect of, move at the speed of trust, especially in urgent times. Um, and in saying move at the speed of trust, she was saying, bitch, slow down. Because trust takes time. Yes, God. So if we're trying to be intentional about building community that supports us in the apocalypse, whatever you are naming as the apocalypse in your world, in your life, or generally in this world that we live in, because we can see it, um, making sure that even in these times that feel urgent, that feel like we have to move immediately, that feel like we have to be in constant response mode or react mode, making sure that our most intentional energy is put towards moving at the speed of trust. I love that. Yeah. So it is, oh, we didn't do our- um, Affirming. Uh, yeah. Yes. Nigga. I appreciate that so much of what you've been talking about today has been about boundaries um, because that has been um, some really, really, really important work that I've been doing as well. Um, and I don't think I've talked about it much with other folks. I don't even know that I talked about much of it today. Maybe I did. Um, but I'm really glad that someone else is on that journey. I'm excited Amen. about it. Um, I want to say that I'm really grateful for your your um for you speaking about self like the importance of um self the importance of positive self talk mm. and like limiting negative self talk. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing on Twitter um this this uh woman says oh. Uh, words or spells and ever since mm. I, I read that I've been hearing wow. it like that mm -hmm. and I've been yo yeah like like even even if you don't think about it as like like just just thinking about it as like a black person mm -hmm. and just black ancestral religion in that mm -hmm. sense, mm -hmm. it's absolutely true. Yes. Uh, words are absolutely spells. And then when you think about self-talk, like you were talking about mm -hmm. affirmations, if you keep saying certain mm -hmm. things, they absolutely will stick. Yeah. And that's how spells work. You know, that's how that's how magic works. Like, you say words and they stick to you. Right. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to carry that. And mm -hmm. I, I think I have to limit how much I call myself trash because mm, it's please. such a natural... Uh, it's become such a natural uh, 
thing for me to mm-hmm. say. Um, yeah. So thank you for that. Also, if any of you all want to hear it, I have a conspiracy theory about white people engineering this culture of I'm trash um, and placing it in the hands of black teens and making it explode into black culture. Um, I have a great conspiracy theory. <laughs> but essentially, I've told you about 90% of it right there. <laughs> Um, I'm feeling led to pray. I don't really know what I'm what I'm gonna be saying out this bitch, but ain't Let done it in a while. Them use you. Oh, oh, I thought you were gonna. No, I okay, I appreciate because we're at the end, and you're just like, bitch, get this over with. I appreciate that. Thank you for allowing me to have my tongue. All right, God, universe, ancestor. Z, all that there is in the world all my niggas um i thank you all for allowing dre and i to share this space with the one and only harley Amen. um <laughs> harley i didn't call oh he walked away Ooh. i am so grateful that every time we come together once a year to record this <laughs> podcast that it is so blatantly clear that we have been communicating with you all and that you all have been moving through us to uncover the things that we may not have the patience or wisdom or understanding to know that we need to navigate. Um, I'm so grateful for this new burst of creative energy that I personally am experiencing. Um, for this new uncovering and understanding of the need for me to listen and quiet my own self to know where I need to go um, by my own standard. Um, anything you want to add to to grateful your gratefulness list? My nigga, I'm just grateful that I didn't fall asleep behind the wheel. Wow, that's so that real. I almost did that on... Friday night. Ugh, so a few times. Yeah. So we are so grateful for all of these many blessings and all of these guidances and all of these wisdoms that you've been dropping on us. Universe. Nuggets. God. Come on, nuggets <laughs> in the basket. Adiosa. <laughs> Y'all are our niggas for real. And we are so grateful. In all of our niggas names, we pray. Amen. A woman. A everybody. Glory. Holy.
All right. I feel a little bit like that. I feel something. Okay, y'all. I feel a little bit better. I feel all right now. All right. Play that video of fucking. Wait, are we talking about yes. have on stages right now? Yeah, no, 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 no. just the that's key. The, that's the one I found. No, I, I just want the original one. one. Where is it? Oh my god! Oh my god! You gotta oh, find it, beloved. I'm gonna pull it up, then. I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna pull it up, then. I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna pull it up, then. I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna pull it up, then. I'm gonna pull it up. I said, I'm gonna pull it. I pull it up. I pull it. I pull it up. Perfect pitch, baby. And on I that know. note, be blessed. We love you, niggas. Don't stress and worry about your own motherfucking mess. Come on through. Amen. Come on through. Amen. That's a word. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Have a good week, Yaradosa. Okay, I've had it. Suck a good dicky out of this city. Eat some sweet pussy out of this city. Make some fried chicken out of this city. Oh my god. Go ahead and write in if you want Janae to develop a new tongue. I'm not going Actually, write in a new tongue. Email us new tongues she can use. Like, do that. I'm not going to use any of your satanic tongues, Yaradoso. So you can keep those suggestions out of they say to yourself, Yasso, say that. Shut the fuck up. Bye, niggas.